Welcome to Best Life of Your Life, Episode 21. Welcome back to Best Life of Your Life, the Be Loyal podcast with Aaron Keith Hawkins, where each episode brings you positive, useful, and empowering perspective to help you create the best life of your life. Now, here's your host, Aaron Keith Hawkins. All right, welcome back. This is Episode 21. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here and spending some time with me, whether this is your very first time or whether you've been listening to a few or each and every episode since we've started together. I really appreciate you investing something that I I simply can't give back to you. I can't give you back your time. So for you to trust me with your time enough to to be here and share this conversation, I want to let you know how important that, that I understand how important your time is. And I just want to acknowledge you and say thank you for spending this time with me. Today, we're going to conquer the topic of how to make a hard decision. Now, all of us have so many decisions that we have to make in not just one, in, in many areas of our life. We're, you know, one thing that it's, it's easy to forget sometimes that we're not just one dimensional creatures. You know, we can sometimes get stuck, we can get so focused in our work or get so focused in our family life that you and and other people have so many other things to worry about. We have to make family decisions. We have to make work decisions. We have to make health decisions. And all of them are important. But what do we do when we face those moments where you got to make a call and there's no obvious, easy or correct answer? Now, I'm certainly not going to be so bold as to tell you what to do. That's the last thing that I do even even when I coach one-on-one. I'm not I'm not going to tell anybody what they have to do. But we are going to explore today and I am going to give you some tools, um five essentially five topics that I think it's really useful for us to consider when we're in those situations where you know, you're looking at what appears to be two or three or a few different choices to make and they all just suck and you don't want to make any of them you 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 wish you could just crawl into a corner and have somebody else deal with it but that's just not the way it works right i mean some of you listening are your bosses in your profession or your entrepreneurs and or you're a parent or you're a spouse your boyfriend your girlfriend and you got to make these decisions in your personal or professional life and nobody else can make it for you and this topic comes up you know this topic comes up for me for sure. I, I've been there plenty of times over the course of my my personal career and in, and in my private life. It's not easy to make a decision. But with that being said, life isn't easy. And quite frankly, I don't want life to be easy. I love facing the challenge. You know, the whole premise of this podcast, Best Life of Your Life, I, I do this show because I know life isn't easy. My life isn't easy. I don't know anyone with an easy life regardless of where they're from or how much money they have, there's always going to be challenges. So my purpose here today is to help you with this particular challenge and give you some of the tools that I use when I'm faced with these tough decisions. So we're going to go down five things. Let's start with number one. When you're faced with one of those decisions where you're not sure what to do, oftentimes the very best thing we can do right off the bat is to not worry about, you know, what should I do, but instead worry about this. Who do I want to be 
in this situation. Because when these situations come up, everybody gets all tied up in what do I want to, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? And it gets you thinking in your head and you start analyzing and you start looking at what most people do in this situation and how other people are going to perceive or critique the decision that you wound up making or what are they going to think? What's the most cost-effective thing to do? What's not going to hurt somebody's feelings? And all those things are understandable and they may be things that need to be considered. But there is nothing more important than your identity. Who is the person that you want to be? Because if you overlook that, you could really drop the ball no matter what. But if you start with, okay, this is who I am. This is what I value. You know, I value love. I value rules. I value fairness. I value empathy and caring. I, caring. I value humanity. I value being a parent that has the best interest of his child in mind. I value being a husband or a wife that no matter what is going to demonstrate that I, I truly care. When you decide who you're going to be, that gets rid of a lot of the obstacles. And quite frankly, sometimes that immediately eliminates some of the things that you were considering. Because let's face it, if we would all pause before we made a decision, some of the things that we've done in the past, I can, I can speak from personal experience, some of the things I've done, decisions I've made, things I've said, if I had stopped myself just even for, for 10 seconds and, so, and said to myself, okay, who am I as a person and who do I want to be in this situation? I could have made some much better quality decisions throughout my life. And I, I'm pretty sure you've probably been there at some point yourself. So that's number one. Decide who you want to be in whatever it is, whatever the situation that you're in. Before you make that decision, who do you want to be? All right, number two. What's And this is somewhat related to number one, but it's more external. What's the, number two is what's the bigger mission that's going on? What's the mission? What's the big picture that's bigger than you, bigger than, even bigger than who you are, bigger than what you feel like doing, bigger than how this is going to, this may affect you. What's the bigger goal? I give you an example. If you're a parent, maybe you're deciding what school to send your child to, and you're looking at you're looking at numbers, right? Because one school costs this much and there's another school that doesn't quite cost as much, but it's further away. Sometimes if we cut through the intricacy of some of those details and remember what the mission is, and the mission is in that particular case to give your child the best education that you can possibly give them, then that cuts through, that may cut through some of the, those other details. Because then you're looking at the just the quality of the location that you're sending your child to. Or if you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking about investing in some training or some certain some certain equipment, or if you're a manager or a CEO in your workplace and you gotta decide what are you gonna invest your money in, in a certain piece of software or a product or some systems that you wanna get in place and you're considering investing in a company to, get, to help you set things up. And you gotta decide yes, no, maybe, Sometimes if you sit back and say, okay, what's our mission? What's the mission of this company? Or what's the mission that I have as an entrepreneur? That can cut through the clutter. That can help just highlight what the goal is. And sometimes when you remember what your bigger mission is, 
some things that we thought were really big decisions, we realized maybe they're not that big a decision. Maybe we don't even have to decide on these things because there's something else we need to focus on in the first place. I can tell you for me personally, with this podcast and with this platform, there are so many different things that are on the list of things that I know that I'm going to be getting completed within the next year, within the next three years, and within the next five years. And one of the things I get caught up with is, okay, which one of these things do I need to do first? And, you know, should I be doing more videos? Should I have more videos on YouTube? Should I reach out to bigger names and personalities and invite them to the show for, for an interview? And what seminar do I need to attend or what software may help me automate my business or grow my business? And you know, there's so many different pieces of the puzzle that seem so important. But for me, I know I, I've had to pause recently and say, hold on, what's the purpose? What's the mission here? And for, for me, my mission is literally to help you create the best life of your life by giving you tools and strategies and perspective and some optimism and maybe even a little motivation to help you be able to navigate life. That's the goal is to help individuals, you and everyone else that's listening, make their life a little better because you and I don't have to settle. We don't have to settle for making the average decisions that everyone else makes. We don't have to settle for having the average relationship success, business success, spiritual fulfillment and well-being that everyone else has. We can have more and we can give more. And to me, that's not only our right, it's our inherent responsibility and opportunity. And I think that's amazing. And I know not everyone feels that way, but those that do, that's who I'm here to support. And that's who I choose to invest my time with and my energy and my resources into is sharing my beliefs and, and sharing what I've learned and receiving what other people have learned. And that is how we grow together. That's my mission. That's my goal. That's what I plan on doing for the rest of my life. Because it's real easy to go through this life and just think it really is hard. There's a lot of people there. A lot of people think life sucks because it's hard. But just a shift in perspective can help us realize life is awesome because it's hard. Because it gives us the opportunity to, to figure things out. And to realize that there are some not so complicated answers that can help us get through our day. And help other people get through their day. And actually do it in a way that's, that's enjoyable, that's fun, that there's challenge and there's growth. And there's some sense of calm and security and stronger relationships. There's, there's so many different things that... I love helping people with, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or in a group or broadcasting it wide on a podcast like this. And keeping that mission in mind helps me just cut away the, cut away the fat, so to speak. Yeah, there's so many things that I've just crossed off my list for the time being, or at least put on a completely different list, because it's just not that important right now. I want to reach people. I want to, re I want to reach you guys and help you get through things like this helping you make hard, some hard decisions when you're faced with them and doing it in a way that doesn't drive you up the stinking wall and you can kind of sit back and make sense out of things and remember what's important to you. Not to me, but remember what's important to you. So keep that in mind. What is your bigger mission as you are faced with this decision? And I think that'll make a big difference. All right, moving on to number three 
in helping you decide how to make a hard decision, this is probably my favorite because I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to movies. There is no spoon. Yeah, I said it. There, there is no spoon. What I mean by that is oftentimes we get stuck and fixated on what we think are hard and fast decisions that we must make or a right and a wrong decision that we have to choose between. But a lot of times that's not necessarily the case. You know, as if you remember the movie The Matrix where this line came from, there is no spoon, the spoon boy was saying, do not try and bend the spoon, that's impossible. Instead, only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon. Then you'll see it's not the spoon that bends, it's only yourself. And all that really means in this context, at least to me, is that whether or not we're making the right or the wrong decision, oftentimes isn't really based on any fact. It's just our own interpretation of the choice that we have to make. It's our own values that, that come into play. It's our own history. It's our own baggage a lot of times. It's our own fears. It's our worries. So if you have 100 different people that are put in a position where they have to make the same type of choice that you make, there's going to be a lot of really good people like you that make very different decisions. So my point to the to saying number three, the statement to remember number three, that there is no spoon, is that A, the best you can do is try to interpret the circumstances that you're faced with, and B, there may be an alternative and look for it. You can create a lot of times an alternative solution. I mean, my initial choice for number three was I was going to say think outside the box, but I've, I've never liked that saying because there simply isn't a box. And that's why I decided to say that there, there is no spoon. There are just choices. And even after you make that initial decision, guess what? You're going to have more choices to make. And I know a lot of times that this, the decision you make right now, it feels like, okay, whatever I decide right now, this is going to be the end game. Like, you don't understand. This is it. I understand why you may think that way, but there's always a next decision. Always. As long as you got breath in your lungs, there's going to be another decision that you get to make in the future. So resist that urge to get overwhelmed about making a right or wrong decision or thinking that you can only choose based on what's directly in front of you. And remember what we talked about in number one and number two, which is who you want to be and what the bigger mission is. And that'll help you if you trust that and trust yourself. I truly believe that'll help point you in the right direction. All right, number four. This one's pretty simple. The six-month rule. So as you're making this big, big decision, be honest with yourself as best you can. Where do you think this decision will take you in six months? So from right now, if you make this call, whatever it is right now, where is it likely to result in six months? And this comes into play a lot with relationships, right? When you're trying to decide whether this is the time to end this relationship or if this is the person you want to get into a relationship with. It also works well in, in, in careers. If, if you're trying to decide whether you need it's the right time to, to leave your job or whether it's the right decision to take on a new job that you're considering. Be honest, in six months, based on what you know, where will that decision lead? 
if you've been in a relationship that is destructive and just going in in a completely wrong direction without some sort of major or significant intervention, which is absolutely possible, but where are things likely to go or likely to be in six months if things keep going the way they are? And I love the six-month rule because a lot of times when we're, when we we're faced with these, uh, these decisions that just feel difficult, there's a lot of invo uh, emotion involved, right? And emotions help you decide what feels right right now. But again, we have to hit that pause button and get out of our own skin for the moment and do some intelligent forecasting as best we can. And no, we don't know what the future holds, but we are intelligent enough to take our knowledge of, of what we know and really think, okay, if I make this decision, am I really going to feel good about this six months from now? Regardless of how it turns out, will I feel good about the decision I made? And if not, then why not? And what are some decisions I can make that right now that will like me, likely allow me to look back in six months and say, okay, whether it worked out exactly how I wanted or not, look, I made, I truly made the best decision I could at the time, not based on ego, not based on emotion, but based on what felt right, based on who I am, what my mission was, and the information I had at the time. And I think if you do that, then, then you're being pretty fair with yourself and you're being honest with yourself. All right, lastly, number five, my number five tip on how to make a really hard decision is this. If you're going to make a decision, no matter what it is, be able to do it with love, not with your ego. Make your decision with love. I remember months ago, probably maybe a year ago now, uh, I was listening to Lewis Howe's School of Greatness podcast. I think I mentioned it before. Love that podcast. I know I have my own podcast, but I'm telling you, his I really enjoy uh, some of the, the guests he has, especially on his show. And he had Dale Partridge on there one time, who is the, who's a co-founder of Sevenly. Um, he's the former CEO of Sevenly, and he was, he was a co-founder. But he was talking about the culture that they tried to build within that company. And one of the things that stood out to me that I will never forget was they talked about when they had to, to fire someone, to let someone go. And at that time, I don't know if they still do it now, but they had a policy that they, they would only fire people on Fridays. They would only let people go on a Friday because as simple as it seems and how as silly as it seems, they wanted to at least have, allow people to have a weekend after that, right? And even when they let the person go, they always, he said they always addressed with them the issues, not the person. So if there were things that were going wrong, they would discuss it in the context of the actual issues and being careful to say, to not say, okay, you failed at this, or this is wrong with you, or this is wrong with something about you. It was always about just the task, not the person themselves. And on top of that, they would, they would invite them to actually to come back on a Monday and allow their coworkers or soon to be former coworkers tell them what they loved about them and how much they appreciated the things that they did within the company, even if in the big picture things didn't work out. There were times he would also even write letters of recommendation for somebody he was letting go, recommending them, writing them a letter to acknowledge their gifts and their talents and the things that they did really well. And my whole point 
in that is to say if if you can whether whether you agree or disagree with any of those specifics but if you we can capture the mindset of even when we have to make a decision that is going to be unpleasant for someone else there's a way we can do it with humanity with respect for the person with love because making these calls with an ego serves no one because our egos don't help us win they don't help us grow as a person and they don't help our mission but the way we treat each other as individuals that will always last and that will always be remembered so if we can go down this list of five things when we're faced with a tough decision if we can remember who it is we want to be as a person if we can remember what our bigger mission is beyond what's going on today if we can remember that there there really is no spoon there's just there is no necessarily right and wrong and a perfect decision to be made there may be more opportunities for decisions if we think outside of the realm of the norm and as much as i don't like saying it think outside the box because we're all familiar with that analogy we'll realize that we have to trust ourselves trust ourselves enough to step away and say okay let me just remember who i am as a person let me remember my mission and let me not get so locked in to the tightness that we often feel when we're making these choices because at the end of the day at the end of the day that's all it is is it's a choice and we're always going to have choices to make so we have to allow ourselves the opportunity to breathe and decide and then number 4 if we move to that 6 month rule and say okay i know who i am i know what my mission is i i i'm going to breathe and relax about this decision and realize it's just it's it's my best interpretation of what i have in front of me right now and where is this likely to lead me now in 6 months where do i think this is going to take me and be honest and be fair and reach out to some resources people you absolutely trust that maybe have been there or been somewhere similar because there will be times when you say i have no idea where this is going to take me in 6 months well then reach out to someone heck if nobody will answer you reach out to me aaron at aaronkeithhawkins.com reach out to someone that you can say hey I got to make a decision and I I'm really trying to forecast here but I'm kind of up to my neck in emotion you know here's the scenario what do you think where is this likely to go in 6 months from your perspective as an outsider help me out here and finally number 5 whatever you decide decide it with love because your ego will never help I hope you found that useful today. I hope that helps you next time you got a hard decision to make. I have one last thing to say as a bonus tip. As you go through each of these steps, you're likely to feel some resistance, right? We all do. We we label it as as fear. But if you've gone down these steps and you're confident about who you are, what your mission is, if you realize that this is there is no spoon, this is just a decision you have to make. If you've thought through the 6-month rule, and you are confident that what you're doing you have every intention of doing it with love if you still still feel that resistance i suggest to you lean into it because if you have fear at that point it's probably a quality fear and even when we have something in mind that we want to do for ourselves that's the right thing so to speak if we've never done it before if it's unfamiliar territory then yeah we're our neurobiology is likely to have us respond with a a fear reaction we're just biologically wired that way lean into it and trust yourself do it anyway because one of the best things we can do that to create the best 
life of our life is to lean into our quality fears. Because oftentimes when we do something bold, if something that's the right thing, something that's going to move us forward into the, into the right direction, especially if we're doing it without ego, it's going to seem a lot different from what everyone else is doing. But trust yourself, trust your heart, lean into those fears, and those fears will become less relevant. Because when we're willing to step towards something that scares us or step through something that scares us, it's often confidence that meets us on the other side. And when you have confidence and when you have a process for making hard decisions that has worked for you in the past, then it becomes a cycle. It becomes easier to do. It becomes more routine to do. It becomes a part of you. And let's be honest, when you become a person who feels pretty good about making those hard decisions and feels confident about making those decisions that scare most other people, that's when you know you're on your way to living the best life of your life. I really hope you found the strategies we discussed today to be useful and practical and something you can put into use either right now or next time you have a tough decision to make. If you found today's episode useful, please make sure you leave me a quick five-star review on either iTunes or Stitcher, wherever it is you're listening to the show. Uh, it does make a difference when when people see that someone else got received value from uh, a show, something they listen to, they're more likely to listen in and then they get the value as well. So please pay it forward, leave a good review, and I sincerely, again, appreciate your time today that you've invested with me, and thank you so much for being a part of this community. Until next time, make sure you take care of yourself, make sure you take care of each other, and keep on creating the best life of your life. Love you guys, can't wait to talk to you again soon.